Welcome to Words of the Womb, the podcast. I'm your host, Eve. I'm a women's coach, womb worker, wild woman and poet. And I'm here to bring a voice back to the womb within us all. In this podcast, I'll be sharing powerful solo episodes, as well as soul-nourishing conversations with other incredible women that will inspire, educate, and awaken the wild woman within you. We will be talking all things womb work, women's health, periods, pregnancy, birth, feminine expression, sexuality, pleasure, poetry, and so much more. So, if you're ready to reclaim the power of your womb, your wildness, and your womanhood, then you're in the right place. Let's dive in to today's episode. Hi, my loves. Welcome back to Words of the Womb, the podcast. As always, I'm your host, Eve, and I'm super excited to have you here today for a really, really juicy episode. So I wanted to come on today and answer one of the most commonly asked questions that I get from other women over on Instagram, in the spaces that I hold, um, and just from, from friends as well. And that question is, how do you know what inner season you're in? How do I work with the inner seasons of my cycle? And so I thought it was really important for me to come on and do an episode breaking down the inner seasons of the cycle, the inner seasons of the menstrual cycle, and how to begin working with these inner seasons so that you can deepen your connection to your womb to your cycle, to your body, and to your authentic feminine expression throughout the month, okay? And I probably get this question the most because I myself work really, really closely with this framework, with the inner seasons of the menstrual cycle. And I talk about it all the time. I talk about it a lot on my stories. It's what I teach my one-to-one clients as well um, because it's such a beautiful way to, yeah, really deepen your connection to your body and create a really intimate understanding of you, your authenticity, your uniqueness, right? And so, yeah, I wanted to come on and answer this question and share an episode on the inner seasons of the menstrual cycle. So I will be, the framework that I'll be giving today is going to be based on an average 28-day cycle, right? So it's going to fit into a 28-day cycle. Now, if you don't have a 28-day cycle, that's absolutely fine. I myself don't have a 28-day cycle. Mine averages at 32 or 33 days long. So the framework that I'm going to give doesn't accurately represent what I experience, okay? But this is going to give you an idea of 
where each inner season sits within your cycle, right? And so even if you have a slightly shorter cycle or a slightly longer cycle, if you're brand new to this, this is going to give you the framework. And at the end, I'm going to share a couple of tips on how to chart, how to begin charting so that you can start to identify where these inner seasons sit for you personally. Okay. So as I move through this episode, I want you to always remember that your experience trumps anything that I say, right? It overrides anything that I say, okay? Because you know your body the best. You know what you experience better than I do, right? But this framework is going to really help you create an even deeper understanding of you and your body and your cycle, right? So that you can know yourself even more, okay? Mm, so excited for this one. Okay, so the inner seasons of the menstrual cycle then. So much like Mother Earth, we are cyclical and we move through very similar seasons to her, right? So the energetics of nature's seasons that we, we see outside that we move through each year are mirrored in our cycle phases, right? We see what's happening in nature happen within our body throughout our cycle. And so it's a really beautiful way to not only deepen your connection to your cycle and your body and yourself, but also to the earth, to create a deeper understanding of Mother Earth herself, right? And the earth itself is a womb, right? We all come from the earth and we will all return to the earth too. So bearing in mind, of course, that I'm working with an average 28-day cycle. So starting with our inner winter, which sits anywhere between days one and day six, and this is the menstrual phase. So Day one of our cycle is the first day of full flow, right? So this is the bleeding phase, okay? And day one is the first day of full flow. So we're not counting spotting that that happens for some women the day before. First day of full flow is day one of your cycle. And this is our inner winter. And so... When we look at nature during the winter months, everything is dormant, right? Everything appears to be dead. All of the plants have wilted and died. All of the trees are bare, right? It's raw, there's a rawness to nature, right? All the animals are in hibernation, resting, right? And this is mirrored within what we experience during our inner winter, our bleed, right? So we are dormant. All of our hormones are at their lowest 
during this phase and you may notice it, a desire to hibernate, to shut the world out, to find silence, right? To find solitude, to find rest. And the permission slip that I give you in your inner winter is the permission to rest, right? It is so important that we find some time to rest during our inner winter. Because how we treat our body in this phase really sets the tone for our entire cycle. It really sets the tone for our entire cycle, right? So if we're not giving ourselves the permission to rest, we're going to find ourselves burning out by the time we get to our inner summer. We're going to find our inner autumn really challenging because we're going to experience all of the PMS symptoms that we don't want, right? So giving ourselves the permission to rest really sets us up for a pleasurable cycle. Mm. Yeah. So I do want to note, of course, I know that in the world that we live in, it's almost impossible. Probably it is impossible for most of us to, you know, retreat into a cave for six days while we bleed and do nothing, right? And rest for the entire time that we're bleeding, right? We don't have that option now. Imagine how beautiful it would be if we still had the option to retreat into a, a red tent with all the other women in our tribe who are bleeding at the same time and rest for those those full you know five to six days that we're, we're bleeding and shedding how amazing would that be but unfortunately that's not the world we live in particularly here in the west right we have jobs we have things to do and you know, for mothers, you might be a mum with a full-time job, right? You might be thinking, how the hell am I going to find time to rest, right? But even if you can find yourself five minutes, your body will thank you, right? And this is where it begins. When you find five, you may be able to find six, and then you may be able to increase it to ten, right? Especially if your partner is there to support you with this, and you say... I'm bleeding, what I need right now is rest. You might be able to find a little bit more time, right? But even if it is five minutes where you go and you sit in meditation, you sit and you connect with your womb, with your blood, with your body, right? With your experience, with the experience that you're, you're going through as you bleed, your body will thank you. And it's really important that you find that time to rest. Okay. So that's our inner winter. Next, we have our inner spring, which within an average 28 day cycle sits anywhere between day seven and 13. And this is the follicular phase of our cycle. So during this inner season, our hormones are rising. They are on the rise. And this is just like the way that nature 
emerges, right? Slowly, nature is beginning to rebirth. You're going to see all of the little seedlings beginning to sprout. Maybe some of the, um, the early spring flowers come out, the cherry blossoms on the trees, the greenery returns to the leaves of the trees around you, right? There's, there's an emergence. Life is slowly coming back within nature. And this is exactly what we experience in our inner spring. There's a slow emergence a gradual climb in our hormones, in our energy, and our expression changes, right? And it's important to, to note that during this phase, we, are, we do allow ourselves to emerge slowly, right? Because we live in a very masculine-paced world um, where we are celebrated for doing and succeeding, right? And having the jobs done, right? We're celebrated for this acceleration of um, perpetual harvest, right? Perpetual doing. And so as soon as we get a taste of our energy rising, right? We move out of our winter, we, we start to feel the energy and the hormones of our inner spring. And we run, we race out of the womb cave, and we start doing all of the things, right? And I did this so often when I first started working with my cycle. And I was continuously having problems within my inner summer and my, my inner autumn, right? The ovulations that I was having were not the best and I was struggling with PMS because I was rushing out of my womb cave and burning myself out, using up all of my energy before I've even got it back, right? So if you think about when the early days of spring happen, so when we, we just move into the spring equinox and, um, you know, winter's over, we're starting to see all of the, the seedlings and, and the colour is just slowly starting to return. You don't just whip on a bikini and go outside, right? There's still a chill in the air, right? There's, there's a crispness, there's still a slight rawness outside. So you, you may need to take a jacket, right? Maybe even a scarf. If you're anything like me, and you love the sun, I'm, I'm wearing hats and scarves until like May, <laughs> right? But you don't just rush out in a bikini because it's still going to be too cold. It's still going to be a shock on your body and it's going to be, you know, not, not pleasurable, not pleasant. We still need that buffer, right, of the jacket or the scarf, right? Something to make us comfortable, okay? And this is what our inner spring is like. So many women that I work with go from resting in their menstrual phase to embodying the inner summer straight away, as soon as they finish bleeding. And then they're having really difficult symptoms later in their cycle because they've not got the energy just yet to really do what they're doing within their inner spring. So the permission slip that I give you during your inner spring is the permission to play, 
to find a balance between doing and playing, having fun, right? Doing the things that nourish your body, right? This is really, really important. So that is our inner spring. Hey, my loves, I know this episode is super, super juicy, but so is this incredible offer from my favorite reusable period product brand, Fluxies. Fluxies is a sustainable, eco-friendly and vegan brand providing you with everything you need to experience your most pleasurable period. From reusable period underwear that come in a wide range of beautiful styles, colors, and absorbency rates to reusable pads, period swimwear, and accessories, allowing you to find the perfect products for your body and flow. I absolutely love this brand, and I have been using a variety of Fluxies products for a few years now. Their period undies are my absolute favorite because they're so soft and comfortable, and they're also completely leak-proof and discreet. All of their products are ethically made, cruelty-free, and free from harsh chemicals and toxic dyes, making them perfect for your periods and for our planet. If you want to try Fluxy's incredible products for yourself, you can use the code ITSJUSTEVE at the checkout for 10% off, and you can start experiencing your most pleasurable and powerful periods ever. Next up, we have our inner summer. So within a 28-day cycle, this will sit anywhere between day 14 and day 20. And this is the ovulatory phase of our cycle. So our fertile window sits within our inner summer. Okay, this is when we ovulate. And this is the most masculine season of our cycle, right? And the most celebrated within society, right? The expression that you embody within your inner summer, you will probably notice is uh, more willingly received by those around you, by your colleagues, by your boss, right? because we have all the energy to do. Our hormones are at their highest during this phase. So we have this abundance of energy, right? Work's gonna seem really, really easy, right? Taking care of the kids is gonna be a breeze, right? Everything just seems to happen in the in the summer and you don't really have to think about it. Or at least that's my experience, right? So this is the most masculine season and the most um, accepted within society. And the permission slip that I give you within this season is the permission to do. Let yourself do all the things that you desire, right? This is also the best phase within our cycle to be social, to do all of the uh, you know, go to all the social events, be around um, family and friends, being around a lot of people will seem a lot easier in this phase. You'll have the time for, for people, right? And because our hormones are all at their highest 
during this phase, the synaptic connections within the hippocampus are heightened, which increases our mental sharpness and our communication skills. So the verbal and social centers within our brain are literally lit up, right? So this is why it's so much easier in this phase to be around people and to have the time for others. Right, so this is a really, really beautiful phase. And once again, just mirroring, mirroring it back to nature. In summer, everything is in full bloom, right? The trees, all the trees now have their leaves back. There is color within the flowers that are out everywhere you go, right? There is life literally pulsing all around you. And that's what we feel within our, our inner summer, right? We're at our highest. We're in full bloom like nature. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay. So that is our inner summer. Next up, we have our inner autumn. So our inner autumn sits within a 28-day cycle, anywhere between day 21 and day 28. And this is the luteal phase of our cycle. I'm just going to clear my throat again. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, uh, in autumn. So, just like nature, everything is beginning to shed, right? As autumn arrives, a coolness comes in once again. So, the cold air starts to come back. The trees start to shed their leaves. Everything begins to go brown and begins to wilt, right? And this is mirrored within uh, uh, in autumn, our uh, um, luteal phase, this season of our cycle. All of our hormones start to wane. And with this, so does our energy right? So just like nature, there's a, a shedding, a death happening. We begin to retreat back down to our womb cave, like, like nature does back into the dormancy of, of winter, right? Within the soil. And the most important thing that I want to share about this phase, and just remembering back as well to the way that we treat ourselves during our inner winter and how we embody all of these other phases within our cycle. Our inner autumn really is dictated and what we experience within our inner autumn is really dictated by these three other seasons and how we nourish our body within these three seasons, the three seasons prior, right? But this is the phase that most of us are gonna um, connect to the experience of PMS, right? And inner autumn used to be my least favorite season. Now it's my favorite. Now I love it, right? There's so much wisdom that comes from this season when we listen to our body and when we nourish our body properly throughout our cycle. But for a lot of women, this is going to be a difficult season because 
so many women experience PMS and PMS is, is so normalized within our society as well, right? But so the permission slip that I give you during this phase is the permission to feel, right? The permission to feel. Because I really do believe that one of the biggest reasons that women struggle so much within this phase is because we are not given the permission to fully feel our bodies and our experience during this phase, right? Or through any phase for that matter, right? Women are not given the permission to really feel what's going on and to be completely attuned to their body and the nervous system during this phase, right? So there's a suppression of, often that's happening. We're trying to suppress what we're really feeling, right? And there's, there's a tension within this phase, right? And there's a saying that during the inner autumn, this is the time to hold the tension, right? To not react, but to respond, to give yourself the time from, you know, hearing someone at work say something and instead of reacting instantly, drawing back and, and, and really sitting with the tension of that and then responding from a place of um, groundedness, from a place of presence, right? Where you're allowing yourself to actually feel what's going on, right? We can become really explosive when we don't express our feelings. And so this is a really good time to just connect with your body Really let yourself feel the emotions, the sensations that are present within you during this phase, right? So that you aren't so explosive, so that you don't have those PMS symptoms. You know, for me, it was acne. This is when I started to get really bad hormonal acne during this phase. And of course, a uh, quick note, what we eat is going to also be uh, and create a huge impact within um, our cycle symptoms, particularly like PMS and things like that, right? And also the quality of sleep that we're getting, etc. But this is the phase to give yourself the permission to feel, acknowledge what you are experiencing during this phase. Let yourself be whole in this phase. Create space for it all, right? And the more you do this, the easier this phase is going to become, right? So that is our inner autumn. Mm. <sighs> so the inner seasons of our cycle, I love this framework so much. It really has helped me understand myself, heal my cycle symptoms, Connect with women, other women in really beautiful ways, right? The, the deepest relationships that I have with women are those with the women that I share my cycle with, right? And we can talk about what season we're in, what day we're on, right? The inner seasons have helped me deepen my relationship with my partner, right? Right? drastically improve 
our, our sex life, our intimate life, right? This framework is honestly incredible. And if you want to start working with it and really beginning to understand what rings true for you, what each phase means for you, where they sit in your cycle, then I invite you to begin charting your cycle. And the best way to do this is to get a journal specifically for menstrual cycle charting, right? Specifically for your menstrual cycle. And if you don't know where you are in your cycle right now, it might be easier to wait until you start bleeding so that you can, you know, clock day one on the first day of full flow and begin to tap into the energy of inner winter. But if you have an idea, you can maybe just sort of count back to when you when you last bled and then just make a um, sort of informed decision or um, observation of where you would be in your cycle in terms of the inner seasons and just start slowly working with it from there. And then when you start bleeding again, at the top of your journal, marking the day of your cycle, every single day, marking what day you're on, right? Tapping into your energy. What are your energy levels like, right? What emotions are present for you? What physical sensations do you notice in your body during each day, right? So if you're in your, you're in a winter, for example, marking down the level of discomfort, if you have discomfort, what you're feeling, right? And then also marking things like um, the sort of sleep that you get, the quality of sleep that you're getting, how many, how, 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 um, many hours of sleep are you getting, right? Cravings, what food cravings do you have in each season, right? And these, all of these things that you begin to chart are going to be able to tell you more about where attention needs to be given, right? In terms of how you're working with your cycle so that you can improve your menstrual health, okay? And then the other things that you want to start uh, charting on as well, and of course, if you're right at the beginning, just marking down your energy might be enough for you to begin. And then slowly as each cycle goes on, you start observing more and more and more, doing it in a way that is accessible to you, right? But so what you wanna um, start charting on after that is um, things like your blood, right? L looking at your blood, right? If you, if you have a, a comfortable enough relationship with it and I am one who really didn't have a very intimate relationship with my blood. I, I felt very repulsed almost by my blood. Um, and working with the seasons and my cycle and my womb in general has helped me heal that relationship. But our blood tells us so much. So charting the color of your blood, right? The flow, is it heavy? Is it light? Um, are there clots, right? So yeah, all of, all of those things about your blood, just marking down what is coming up for you and then in your inner summer for example around ovulation looking at your fertile mucus your your cervical your fertile cervical mucus right 
How many days of fertile cervical mucus are you having? Right? What's the consistency of your fertile your cervical mucus throughout your cycle? Right? Looking at these things as well. And again, this I feel is maybe a little bit more advanced if you're right at the beginning. Um, and all of this stuff I teach to my clients as well. So if you want to go really, really deeper into this, uh, this work and reconnecting with your womb, awakening your womb, awakening your, your feminine power, understanding yourself as a cyclical being, then you can reach out to me, right? I work one-to-one and within group containers as well. But I really, really hope that this episode can help you begin working with your cycle on your own, right? Starting to tap into and understand the power of your womb, the power of your cycle, the power of the inner seasons, right? The power of being a woman. Mm. (sighs) Magic. So if you have any questions for me on this, any further questions, you can reach out to me over on Instagram. My handle is it's just underscore underscore Eve um yeah and I would love to hear from you I'd love to hear your top takeaways or any other questions you have on the menstrual cycle thank you for being here my love